There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Starts right now. Well, that was humbling. Yes, it was. Very quickly. I think that was bad. Joe Burrow says we don't need to worry about it, so I'm not going to worry about it. It's just the first one. It's just the first one. It's not a big deal. It just hits hard after he signed that big contract. I know, right? Expensive guy ever. That's all I could the whole time. I'm thinking two hundred (laughs) seventy-five million. And you wonder if the guy upstairs signing the checks is thinking, "Oh my God, no, they got this." I know they do. Listen, the year they went to the Super Bowl, we started off like total crap. Joe Burrow hasn't played since January. That's what I said. I said, this is why you need a preseason, Not worried about it. You're absolutely right. Now, do we need to start practicing outside more when the weather sucks? I think so. I don't know. But you could get hurt easier that way, though. I don't know. I feel like yesterday with the rain, it was just like we had never played in the rain before. I'm sure there's a stat out there somewhere about the percentage of games that actually get played in inclement weather. I actually looked at the radar because I was like, was it even supposed to rain today? Literally, there was a dot the size of a pencil tip over Cleveland. (laughs) The rest of Ohio had nothing on it. Isn't that funny? I was like, That sounds about right for Cleveland. Thanks, Lake Erie. Yeah, Yeah, it does. (laughs) $275 million storm cell. Yeah. Okay. Well, he said not to worry about it. We're not going to worry about it. We're good. You know, and we do have the the taxi cab psychic who said we're not only going this year, yeah, we're gonna win this year and next. That's yeah, correct. So I'm going with the taxi Go cab psychic. Me too. I gotta look up her name. I think Sue still has it. We'll have to. I'll find it. All right. Handful of other stuff we're getting caught up on this morning. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis apologizing for supporting convicted rapist Danny Masterson. And Ashton has accusations of his own. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that story coming up. Plus, the Drew Barrymore show is continuing without writers. And they're not happy. First e-news of the day. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art welcome back what are you doing man well i'm listening to a dumb nonsense radio show that show's hilarious what a freak show man oh this is hilarious cracks me up i listen to radio that's the best thing i've ever heard I like show. By far the best barnyard radio. I think you mean radio. Then what do you do? I'm just a radio show host. You're so much more than this. You're going to make me blush here. Start the show? Start the show. All right. Next time you see Chad Kroger, don't bring up the whole everybody hates Nickelback thing because he's done talking about it. <laughs> the Drew Barrymore show is continuing without writers, and they're not very happy about that. Get to both those stories here in a bit. 
but some other issues in Hollywood. Let's start with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who are in some trouble right yeah, now. A little bit. Um, I, by the way, I have audio of that whole thing. Okay. So when Danny Masterson was convicted of raping two women, that 70s show co-stars Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote letters on his behalf asking for leniency from the court. Those letters leaked on Friday, and it didn't look good for Ashton and Mila, so they posted an apology video saying pretty much that Danny's family reached out to them a few months ago and asked them to write the letters. Okay. Want to hear the apology? Yes. It's been the only editing that's been done here is just the pauses for time. Okay. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. All right. Man, she was reading that. I mean, that... Oh, yeah, they both were. I mean, and that's just like what floors me is they're actors. They couldn't memorize those lines and deliver them a little bit more sincerely. Did anybody else kind of feel that? Yeah. Yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. So in Ashton's letter to the court, he called Masterson a role model with exceptional character who helped him avoid getting addicted to drugs. Mila called him, quote, an exceptional older brother figure and a guiding light. Hmm. So I guess co-stars Kurt Wood Smith, Deborah Rupp, and director David Trainer also wrote letters on behalf of, da- of Danny. Uh, the one person that didn't uh, was Topher Grace. And... He's the one guy that's never really been tight with the rest of the 70s show cast outside of the set. Some people used to see that as snobbery, but, you know, maybe he was distancing himself the whole time from a toxic work environment. Yeah, that was always kind of the tabloid drumbeat about that show behind the scenes. Oh, everybody was out partying except for Topher Grace. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes Topher. He thinks he's too good to hang out with him. How long is he going to jail for, Danny? I think 20 30 years. years. Is it 30? Well, wow. 30 years to life, but he'd be eligible for parole and was it 22 years 22, or something I like think. that? Well, these letters did open up a can of worms for Ashton because one person, one of the people that took issue with him was Chrissy Carnell Bixler, who was one of Danny's accusers. She posted messages to Ashton and Mila, and they're pretty rough. This is what she said to Ashton. I know the secrets your role model keeps for you. Ones that would end you. Did you forget I was there? You were on speakerphone that night you called Danny on February 21st, 2001. I heard everything. I heard the plan. In my opinion, you're just as sick as your mentor. Now, she didn't say what the supposed plan was, but she told Mila, quote, I pray you begin to process what you experienced as a child on that set. Your old interviews are very telling. Mm. I feel very sad for you, and I hope you consider getting into therapy. You almost forget I was there the whole time, those first five years of that 70s show. I remember everything. Because Mila was only like 14, right, or something like that when she started that show? That's what Bixler is alluding to. She was 14, Ashton was 19, and Danny was about a year older than Ashton. She also posted clips from some of the interviews she mentioned showing Ashton and Danny acting kind of pervy with an underage Mila. She also posted a, a clip from Punked featuring Hillary Duff, who was also underage at the time. And in his narration, Ashton says Hillary is, quote, one of the girls that we're all waiting for to turn 18, along with the Olsen twins. Wow. So who knows <clears throat> what might come up now? Right. What a mess. Yeah. What a big mess all the way around. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up. The Drew Barrymore show will continue without writers, and the Writers Guild of America will pick it. But uh, we'll tell you what Drew has to say in response to that. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The events happening here at home. Turn them upside down. When he would get finished, you couldn't get a piece of notebook paper between anything in that vehicle. My dad could get a house full of furniture into the trunk of a Buick. <laughs> Hold the jack, hand me the piano. I got this son of a gun now. <laughs> and like my daddy, once I get that car packed, I'm ready to go. Not my wife. Oh no, we can't go yet. The car's packed, why can't we go? Because I gotta straighten up the house. <laughs> Wait, do what? Well, I'm not gonna be able to have a good time if I know I'm gonna be coming back to a messy house. Well, why didn't you straighten it up the last couple of days? Because I had to pack. <laughs> Which, in a nutshell, is why men die before women. Because we want to. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How's Jeff Foxworthy, by the way, from his Netflix special, The Good Old Days? Jeff and Jen. The Drew Barrymore Show, which I believe airs at 11 o'clock on Fox 19. You know how I know that? Because I'm still in this studio when it comes on. (laughs) Uh, It will return for its fourth season soon. The thing that kind of bugs me about that show and uh, what's her name's Rachel Ray's show, they both do this, is their audience members still to this day are all wearing masks. Are you kidding and if they cut to them occasionally, which just looks awful. Looks, yeah. Like, if you're going to make them wear masks for whatever reason, if you feel that you need to do that, whatever, it's your show. But cutting to the audience, just, it's it's not a good look. Yeah. Sure those they just don't look like they're having a good time because there's no expression on their faces. So why cut to the audience right. if they're covered in masks? You can't even see them. So that maybe not reruns or something? They could be. I had yeah. that thought. Yeah. Uh, but this has been going on for a long know, time. Right. And so I'm I'm not convinced that they are all reruns. Uh, but having said that, the Drew Barrymore show will return for its fourth season soon. So we'll see if the audience members are still wearing masks by then. Uh, and the show will be without writers for obvious reader for obvious reasons, because the writer strike is going on now. Of course, the writers guild is not cool with this. So they will picket the show's studios today and tomorrow. But Drew says that she is in compliance. She said, I own this choice. We're in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television shows that are currently struck of any kind. She said, I hope for a resolve for everyone as soon as possible. We've navigated difficult times since we first came on air, and so I'm I'm taking a step forward to start season four once again with an astute humility. I feel like there's a lot of time. I mean, Bill Maher's still on. He's one. He he could have not continued, but he did because he's his own writer. I don't know. Is it right. different with the cable shows? Yeah, it, I guess it only affects certain types of shows. Yeah. And these particular shows are not under that same union shop. They kind of fall under the umbrella of daytime talk. Because, I mean, if there was a writer's strike right. and Oprah was still on the air, Oprah's show would still be on. Correct. You think so? I believe so. Yeah. She didn't have writers, did she? No. Well, like, The View is still on. I know because they were talking about how Whoopi got COVID and she wasn't there anymore. It's not a lot of writing last on week. that yeah. <laughs> they don't, But they don't employ... <laughs> my understanding is they don't employ Writers Guild of America writers. They don't have yeah. that wow. that relationship with the union. Um, and, and they don't fall into that category. But at the same time, they have to be careful not to promote a show that is currently Right. Struck. So she can't have... Yeah, she can't have guests on. Right. 
Yeah, well, she can have guests on. She just, on yeah, I was gonna say she can have guests on. She just can't talk to them about anything. Promote the, the right. show yeah, that is struck. Right, right. Yeah. So she could just talk to you about what have you been up to, Jen? Which, yeah. I, hey, that'll make a better interview anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no agenda. Right. <laughs> yeah, because all the other, I mean, who you were just talking about, Jennifer Hudson. Yes. The other day, I mean, her shows, they're not all reruns right now, are they? They're all new. I don't think so, because I was watching something. What was that? Oh, I saw her before I went on vacation, and she, she had guests on, but that weren't really promoting anything, because she yeah. was talking to her about her, her fingernails. <laughs> there you are get your nails done? <laughs> there are workarounds. They can make it happen. And you know Tamron Hall's on at 11 o'clock on NBC now, right? Tamron. I know, and she's been on for like five years, and I have yet to watch an episode. And, they, she's been, and she eats eggs. So, she does all those commercials does for the eggs. I don't know what they did with Rachel Ray if they moved her to later. She's wrapping she's up. Done. Oh, she's, yeah, done. she's done. She's finished. Had enough. So that's why they bumped Tamron to 11 mm-hmm. yeah. on Channel 5. There you go. Okay. I know all the You're daytime talk shows. Right? Yes, you do. <laughs> now, that the sto- now that your stories aren't on anymore... No stories. What? Bold and the Beautiful's it. on at 1230 and then Is... Young and the Restless at 1 o'clock. Right? <laughs> Is anybody watching Days of Our Lives on, are they on Peacock? Peacock. Yeah. I don't not know. Me. I don't I sh- have Peacock. I should ask my mom. She's not. been a big Days of Our Lives there her whole life. I know. It's fun to check in every once in a while because it takes about 15 minutes to get caught up yeah. from where you left it 15 years ago. Yeah. All right. So the upcoming documentary, Nickelback, Hate to Love addresses the crazy backlash Nickelback's gotten from haters over the years. And as far as Chad Kroger is concerned, that is the last word on it. He says, I'm over it. We made a documentary. Everybody can watch it. And now from this day forward, if anybody asked that question in the press, it's like that's the end of the interview. So if you want to end an interview, that's all you have to say, and that will be it. Wow. Mm. He adds... Well, I don't know the tone that he used. Mm. It may not be the tone that I'm using. He may <laughs> he may very well be saying it more like this. If somebody stuck that thing in your face every single day and said, the whole world hates you like this, the whole world hates you, what do you have to say about that? Every single day, every day. Would there be reluctance on your behalf to talk about it? Would you get pissed off? Would you be over it after a while? Yes. Mm-hmm. I see his point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's just such a nice guy. Oh, uh, better question. <laughs> when When is this documentary coming out and yeah. where do we watch it? I'm Don't excited know. about it's that. It's upcoming. Nickelback, Hate to Love. <laughs> well, Robin Thicke got wasted during a night in the town of West Hollywood this past Thursday night. It's so attractive. And uh, his fiance April Love Geary, was not amused. The paparazzi spotted Robin trying to stumble his way into a club while she's trying to get him under control and as she grabs him by the arm she tells the bouncers not to let him in do not let him in and then she tells him your bitch ass is so drunk (laughs) (laughs) and after april scolds him and tells him how embarrassing he's being robin tries to grab a bag from her And then he takes her around the neck and starts trying to lead her to who knows where. He's not being angry or aggressive, but she's just obviously not having any of it. And she keeps telling him to stop and uh, even tells the paparazzi to, quote, take pictures of him grabbing me like that. She wants him to see what he looks like in this situation. He needs a little embarrassment, she's thinking. Yeah. After a little more chaos, she finally gets him into their car. So uh, we might be hearing an apology from Robin Thicke here in the next in the next twenty four to forty eight hours, right? Yeah, he had. There was some stuff with him. It was, it was with the models. Blurred lines. He, yep, yeah, in his blurred lines yep. video. Was it Emily Ratajkowski? I think it was her and then several others because yeah. he remember he was like patting their butts and inappropriate oh. inappropriate touching. touching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right, if I were to tell you there is a 65-year-old male celebrity that claims he has literally never cursed in his entire life, do you have any guesses? 65-year-old male celebrity, never sworn. My first thought would have gone to Donny Osmond. Yeah, and why? Uh, Just because he was known for being squeaky clean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was a big part. Him and Marie. Yeah, That was a big part of their thing. They were the only ones that I know of off the top of my head that were that. That were that mm-hmm, pure. I can't think of anybody. Yeah. In a sense. I was thinking Brian yeah. Regan. He is, he's, but he's not 65. 
He doesn't cuss in any of his routines. He's like one of those clean comedians. Right, but I mean, even like off the cuff, and I've and I met Donny Osmond in person, and he's about as righteous as anybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That's a really good guess, Jeff, because you are correct. Oh, wow. Donny Osmond is the guy. He says never because I never heard my father curse. He was tough, but he never swore. Obviously, I still think the words... There are certain people I would love to say certain words to at certain times, but I just think, be like your dad. Aw, look at that. How about that, Donnie? That's sweet. Now, I'm not 100% sure that Marie is quite that clean. Yeah. I think she's pretty clean, but I don't know that she's like... Have you ever met her? No, I don't think I have. Have I met her? I don't know. Maybe I have. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad because people will ask me if I've met certain people, and and I'm at first, I'm like, no, and I'm like, but wait. Maybe, did I? Right. <laughs> it depends. I mean, if it was a memorable experience, you know, sometimes they shuffle them really quickly mm-hmm. and you just, you don't, you don't really get beneath the nitty gritty. And those are the ones them. you tend to forget. Yeah. Unless you go deep with someone yeah. and then you're like, oh, remember that? That guy was really cool. Yeah. You're but like, if you I have do a have moment a picture. with Macy Gray, like we had with Macy oh, Gray. Oh, my goodness. Macy Gray. Forget. Yeah. She was baked. And Sophie B. Hawkins <laughs> so had it for you, too. I know. <laughs> she did. A writer for Slate magazine wrote an op-ed saying that Martin Short sucks at comedy and is desperately unfunny. Now, he's never exactly been my cup of tea. I was just going to say that. But I give credit where credit is due. Like, I mm-hmm. I get where that guy is funny and he's entertaining. He does come out with some funny stuff every now and then. But yeah. this guy hates everything he does. Mm-hmm. He said, I find his whole stick exhausting, sweaty, and desperately unfunny. Every time he dresses <laughs> up in a silly outfit or says something outrageous or mugs for the audience, I want to shout at the screen, why are you being like this? All right. Well, again, it's not for everybody, but Hollywood was quick to come to Martin's defense. Here is, and by the way, I'll say something else about Martin Short: is he's also very good as an actor when he's not trying to be funny. Mm. He can be a very intense, True. serious actor when he wants yeah. to. He's been. I mean, he, I I don't necessarily like enjoy his stand up, or it's not my thing. His stand up right. or any of his sketch comedies, but he's very funny in movies. Yes. Yeah, there I agree I'm with like you. He, that's hilarious. He's hilarious. Doesn't he do a lot I'm of trying impress- to think like impressions too of other people? Is he uh, one of those sometimes? Kind of guys? Wasn't um, he in Three Amigos with yeah. with he was. Oh, Chevy Chase God. and Steve Martin? Mm-hmm. Yes, classic. Well, Hollywood has been quick to come to Martin's defense. Here are some of the highlights. Ben Stiller said Martin Short is a comedic genius and a story. To which Adam Devine commented, "Was this ever a question?" Mm. Uh, Mark Hamill posted photos of Martin's different roles and said, hard to believe people are actually debating whether or not Martin Short is funny. Newsflash, he is hilarious, all in caps. Hashtag comic genius. Actor John Cusack said, I I I don't know what people are on about regarding Martin Short, but his Mr. Rogers boxing match is my fave. That's a 1982 sketch from Second City Television called Battle of the PBS Stars. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of nice, you know, when somebody, because you're going to get critics yeah. throughout the course of your career, and it is nice when people, kind of colleagues, yeah, stand up, up for and you. say, hey, right. back off. So just a couple quick tidbits here. Chris Evans and his girlfriend, Portuguese actress Alba Baptista, got married. Chris Evans, married. Yay for him. New biography on Elon Musk claims that he and Grimes secretly welcomed a third baby, a son named Techno Mechanicus. Oh, that's good. That's a cool name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Techno Mechanicus. Yeah, I like that. Paul Rubens' cause of death was revealed to be respiratory failure, but he was also battling two forms of cancer. And police caught up with Gary Busey concerning that hit and run last week, and he gave them all his information. The woman he hit doesn't want charges pressed. She just wants her car fixed, so he got very lucky there. Yeah, he did say to her, progressive, but he wouldn't give her any more information than that. That's private. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, when you're a police officer, it's like, oh, God, I, I just I don't want to deal with him today. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> just, have it I don't any. get paid enough. No. <laughs> All right, anything else on the E-News front? No, that's it. All right, that's it for now. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Heather. Yes. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Excellent. Cool. Well, it's wonderful having you here. We would love to hook you up with tickets to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Would you be okay with that? Absolutely. I've been trying for years to go see them, and this would be great if I could get tickets. Oh, this is your year, girl. Let's see here. Which one of these headlines is the real one? Is it A? Guy wins $700 in a hairiest butt contest. Is it B? There's actually a competition to find the laziest person and you can't even sit up. Or C. Woman sets record for world's largest pancake nipples. I I think it's B. You are right. Yay! You got it. Congratulations. Yeah, this is wild. If you felt bad about yourself because you spent all day yesterday laying on the couch watching football, (laughs) chin up. Yeah, it could make you a winner. You might be perfect for this competition of laziness. The village of Bresna is in northern Montenegro, which is in southeast Europe. They hold this annual contest where competitors hope to earn the coveted title of laziest citizen. And the winner gets about $1,000. They've been doing this contest for the past 12 years now. It started as a way to mock a myth that Montenegrins are lazy people. Well, this year, there are seven remaining contestants who've been lying down on mats for more than 20 straight days and counting. Oh, my God. And they have already smashed last year's record of 117 hours. And they're winning $1,000 for this? The winner wins about 1000 bucks, thousand, wow. The equivalent of 1000 U.S. dollars. When do you go to the bathroom? It says here they can play on their phones and laptops. They can eat. They can drink. They can read. Basically, they have everything they need to, well, everything they need to do, but nothing. <laughs> they are not allowed to sit. They are not allowed to stand up. Richie, they do get a 10-minute bathroom break, but only once every eight hours. Wow. Last we heard, they had made it through 23 days, and there doesn't appear to be an end in sight. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that is... Are they getting bed sores for the love of Pete? (laughs) Probably. I mean, that's awful. It's unclear if a winner has been named in the last couple of days. There wasn't an official update yesterday because the reporters in Montenegro are notoriously lazy, so... Wow. That was a joke. (laughs) But now you know. There you go. Always wanted to go. Man. It's on the other side of the Adriatic, right? From Italy? Montenegro? Is is that one of the Mr. Geography? I think, is that one of the former Yugoslavian countries? Might be. Sure. Sounds good. It's one of those, I, I thought it was one of those really thin nations that runs along the Adriatic. I think you're right. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Want to be in our club? Well, you can't. <laughs> you have to be asked. You have to be invited. That's right. You can't buy yourself in. You can't nope. manipulate in. You, you can't, can't buy your way in. Nope. Oh, it's uh, the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. Actually, we, we do want you to consider joining our club because uh, it's just cool. It's fun. I- I was at the Autism Speaks Walk on Saturday, and I had somebody come up to me, and she was like, I have to get in that club. I have to get in the club. The club sounds so amazing. It's so awesome. What do I got to do? I had a couple of emails while I was gone, too. I was like, just, I think you're, I think you're in. It just has to be, you know, you the official gotta, way to get yeah, in, right? Yeah, you just got to, you got to fill out your application. Yeah, so uh, it's as simple as that. Going online, go on the website, wkrq.com. Tell us a little bit about yourself and... Yeah, we ask you a bunch of questions. I mean, you guys, you guys spend a little bit of time on it. Yeah, you do. Um, but you know, if you get selected, you get a personal phone call from us live on the radio. Mm-hmm. We chat a little bit. We get to know you some, and. 
We set you up with a limited edition Jeff and Jen jersey, which is only offered to Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club Definitely members. Another thing you yeah. cannot buy. Something else you can't mm-hmm. buy. Yeah. Uh, we play the song of your choice. Ooh, what kind of songs have you guys been getting? This is fun. Like oh, a little yeah. bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit it of has everything. been. Yeah, want to introduce you to our latest Jeff and Jim Best Friends Club inductee. This is Tina Hamill. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much. You are officially part of the club. Yeah. 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 Hey. How great is that? How's that life awesome. in Harrison this morning? Uh, it's kind of foggy out here, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. Do you normally wake up this early? I I do. I absolutely do. Every morning about uh, 6.45. Yeah, that's early, isn't it? Uh, not as early as you all. You're right about that. <laughs> You're right about that. So do you guys remember back in the day, like, you know, before people met on Match, they had those telephone chat lines where you could talk to people. Oh, and get in groups. Like you would end up in a, like a group of people, right? Or was it one-on-one? Yeah, no, it was one on one. But this was a singles phone line that I guess Tina had met her husband on, and yes, they, they ultimately got married in uh, Vegas in 2013. Is that oh, right? Wow. Uh, yes, it is. So, like, yes, how long is. did you talk to him on the phone before realizing, hey, this might be a dude I want to date? Um, probably two weeks. He had a great voice. <laughs> was he local? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was local. Oh, wow. He was local. So how did that work? Like you would call this line and it would just be, you would just randomly get connected to someone or there would be a bunch of people talking at the same time and then you'd pair off with someone. How did that work? Do you remember? Oh, absolutely, because we talk about it often. Um, what happens is you go in and you make your own little message, your own welcome message, and then you can listen to other people's welcome messages. And then between the hours of 5 and 6, it was free for everybody. But any other time, the men had to pay, but the women were free. So what was on his welcome message that made you think, I gotta, I'm going to hit two on this? That's the digital swipe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so he text, or I'm sorry, he sent me a little message, and it said that uh, he was interested in chatting with me and getting to know me more. What intrigued me more or what I thought was hysterical was that when I listened to his welcome message, it said that he liked uh, women in heels and stockings. Ooh. Well. You're like, hey, I'm a woman and I like heels and stockings. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So at first I was a little uh, unsure about that. So I listened to his message again, and the voice got me. So I sent him a message, and... He picks to send you a message based on what you say, based on your welcome message? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I I wasn't sure how that all worked out. What did you say on yours? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I learned very quickly, be careful what you say, because one of the first things I said on my very first welcome message was... I love a challenge. Oh, oh. careful what well, you wish for there. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Can you only imagine what the messages I received from some of those guys? Oh, I'm sure they yeah, sent right. you all kinds of challenges. Yes, I challenge you. Yeah, exactly. So we talked for about two weeks, um, met, and uh, and here know. we are today. Absolutely. Wow. Was it chemistry at first meetup? I mean. It- did you sleep with him the first like time he, you met up he, with him? He had a great voice, but when you laid eyes on him, you're like, oh, not what I was expecting. Um, you know, I thought this was best friends and not second date update. <laughs> did you share up? Did you show up wearing a raincoat and nothing but stockings and we heels? All the details. <laughs> Jen, Jen, you must be my spirit animal. I'll tell you. Um. Uh. So it was chemistry from the word go. That's great. It was. Yeah. I love it that. was. That's funny. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we, we loved reading it. Some of the things that you, you talked about, one of the things was your favorite Jeff and Jen memory, and that was London Bridges burning down. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Linen bridge yes. is burning down. She said, I still talk about that, tell people about it from second date update and update update week. That was hysterical. It God, was. Do we have, do we still have that recording anywhere? Oh, it's man. basically the man. Yeah. What ended up happening is he found out that she had herpes and he just went oh. off on this London bridge is burning down. And it was, he went on this rant and. It that's, was that's how something. he described it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh snap! Oh snap! London Bridge is burning down. Oh snap! Oh, oh, London Bridge is burning down. Hey, oh snap! Hey, ready for this? London Bridge is burning down. Oh. <laughs> I certainly hope the test results come back. Me too. I ain't trying to go with this. Come on, I'll get that. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show. The Jeff and Jen Morning Show. It's like one of those guilty pleasure songs. You know? Yeah. It's always a hit, too, at the kids' parties. Like it. It, it, it made me laugh proms. when they asked, the, when they went to the Bengals locker room and they asked ever, they asked a bunch of them, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? And that almost was... all of them were like, party in the USA. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they would be like, nah, it's not her. <laughs> not Taylor. <laughs> it's funny. So I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal about this uh, Disney fight, this uh, dispute, I guess, this cable dispute that's affecting a lot of ESPN viewers. People are really going to notice tonight when they go to watch Monday Night Football. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's not good. No. Uh, There's always been this alliance between programmers and distributors that's kind of been the foundation of, you know, what you watch on cable. And you've heard of these contract negotiations that sometimes break down where they can't come to an agreement. So there's a risk of losing a channel, but they always seem to work it out in the 11th hour. Mm-hmm. But those tensions have continued to kind of bubble under the surface and they kind of burst into the open with this fight between Disney and the nation's number two paid TV provider, Charter Communications, which owns Spectrum. Okay. And this feud has left some 15 million customers of Charter's Spectrum cable service without access to Disney's ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Charter hinting that it may just exit the pay TV business altogether. So I don't know what that's going to mean. I guess it just means that people are, quote-unquote, cutting the... Per- proverbial cord i mean what does that do to espn's revenue though i i just can't even disney's revenue i'm uh, their audience is now shrunk significantly well i read an article when the reds were renegotiation renegotiation renegotiating with bally sports that only 40 something percent of greater cincinnati had access to that channel oh really which is basically only 40 percent of Greater Cincinnati has actual cable. Wow. Which means more than half don't have cable. Right. And then out of those people, how many are watching ESPN? Yeah. I just thought that that was kind of shocking. Yeah. And ESPN does not come cheap. So the entertainment companies, according to the Wall Street Journal, are in the position of having to strike a delicate balance. They need to make sure the legacy cable TV industry survives as more and more people are cutting the cord. Uh, it is providing the profits to support their streaming apps, which are seen as the future, but are losing billions of dollars a year collectively. And distributors such as Charter see the world differently. Cable TV doesn't make much money for them anymore. And some smaller cable providers have already stopped offering TV bundles to their subscribers, referring them instead to Internet TV providers such as Google's YouTube TV so they can focus more on the lucrative broadband business. Mm. So, there you go. Interesting. Top paid TV executives say their companies are effectively subsidizing a new business, streaming. And streaming is eating cable TV. Taking our money and weaponizing it against us is a problem, says the chief content officer at DirecTV, which is another major paid TV provider. 
Uh, he said distributors have plenty of leverage during fee negotiations with programmers. And we all kind of represent a, a big chunk of these companies' earnings. And now they're using it against us. So they're trying to find new ways to include their longtime paid TV partners in the shift to streaming. Meanwhile, we're left here without our ESPN. No ESPN. Can you believe that? Can you believe no, that? No, John, ESPN. No. no. You know, back in the day, without you, it. we used to watch Monday Night Football on Channel 9. Yeah, that's right. We used to have it on our station, and then it went to ESPN. It's a Disney property, and they put it on ESPN. And now, as of two weeks ago, none of the ESPN channels on Spectrum Cable. And people were ticked because they couldn't watch the U.S. Open. I, you know, I, all yeah. weekend, yeah. the U.S. Open. Sucked. You have Spectrum Cable, and you're paying 150 bucks a month or, or more. At least. And... Uh, couldn't watch the U.S. Open. And now you couldn't watch the college football over the weekend. That was oh, on ESPN. Oh, yeah, because Alabama and Texas played right? on that big. That was a big upset there. And now tonight, huge Monday night football game. We got DeMar Hamlin back oh, with the Bills yeah. playing oh, Aaron Rodgers, who's now with the New York Jets. Yeah. I mean, this is a big, big deal. game tonight. And if you're at home with Spectrum, you can't watch it. And people are frustrated. And, and they're sucks. asking, you know, what can I do? Well, simplest thing is to go to a friend's house and go to a sports bar. Say, go to a bar. Go to a sports bar. But you know what the problem is on a Monday night? A lot of people don't like to do that. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to, like, stay out. At a on a Monday bar, night, on yeah. a Monday night, on a Monday the game night, doesn't even start until eight twenty. Yeah, the game doesn't start till late. A lot of people don't want to do that on a Monday night. So, uh, what you can do is, if you're on Spectrum and you're frustrated, sign up for a free trial of one of the streaming services like YouTube TV or Sling TV. Uh, yeah. You can do a free trial like for two weeks, and then they'll charge you after two weeks. You know that fifty dollars a month. Yeah. But if you just sign up for the free trial, you can cancel. And hopefully, 50 do- it's $50 a month? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. YouTube TV? Yeah. Well, yeah. YouTube TV is 50 bucks a month? Well, yeah. I think it's more than that, for, depending on what package you have. Yeah. Well, and wow. you can get the NFL Sunday Basic ticket packages. through YouTube TV, right. too, also for an additional you, 40 bucks. Yes, that gives you NFL Sunday <laughs> tickets. So and for those of you that think, what, listening going, what is YouTube TV? I thought I have It's basically cable, regular standard cable that you grew up with, mm-hmm. just through the internet, you stream it through a line coming. From yeah, the there's street. no line in the wall. You're basically streaming like Netflix, but you're streaming your cable package, mm-hmm. and that's what YouTube TV is. So if you're on Spectrum, you can call Spectrum and say, "I'm done with you guys." Well, I'm keeping the internet, so that'll be about sixty dollars a month. And then on top of that, you purchase either Fubo or Sling TV oh, yeah. or YouTube TV, and you basically get, as Tim said, a full cable package. You're just streaming it. So YouTube, Sling, and Fubo are all basically the same thing that compete with. Each other, or are they different? Yes, very. They're very similar. They're very similar. Are there? Uh, there's also Hulu Live. Are there notable advantages? There are one yeah, over the yeah. other. There, there are some. Some favor more sports. Some favor more HGTV and lifestyle programs. So it, it all depends. But you know, those are the options out there that you can switch to, or at least take a free trial and hope that this is resolved in the next couple of weeks. What if I just want? What if I just want ESPN and I don't want all of the other Disney? streams that are bundled with it. They don't don't let you do that yet. You cannot stream ESPN. Mm -hmm. You can stream ESPN Plus, and that gives you a lot of college games. ESPNU also, I think, is a part of their package. Right. Because we did the same thing. We did the bundle in the beginning where you could do Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus, but it doesn't show you ESPN. It doesn't show live ESPN. That's so frustrating. I'm serious. I'm paying for ESPN Plus, but I don't get the actual ESPN. You get the channel ESPN. And we ended up, so we had Disney Mm -hmm. Plus for forever because we have a kid, of course. So then when they sent out the whatever bundle, you can do the bundle and it's less expensive for the blah, blah, blah. We signed up for that. But when we realized you could not watch regular ESPN, we just canceled yeah. it and kept Disney because what's the point? Yeah, you can't get the Sports Center and the live programs. Yeah. It's so frustrating. All right, so, so my 83-year-old father-in-law is not happy right now. He is spectrum, huh? <laughs> He does. And he, you know, he's not the most technically savvy guy. Yeah, he just likes his cable TV. Right. And, you know, he's got one of those fancy universal remotes. That That's about as far as he goes. Mm-hmm. And he's asking me about this last night. And I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know what to tell him. Yeah. Because 
Yeah, like, his mom and dad. I could steer him to YouTube TV, yeah. but then he's got to get... How, we, we that, need that's to get, a whole other interface. It right. is a whole other interface. Right. And for people who aren't accustomed to it, you know, accustomed to watching, say, through an Amazon Fire Stick, mm-hmm. it's different. It is different. It's not cable. You just turn it on and change the channel. So things are changing. Wow. So check into those options. As I always say, don't waste your money. He could watch it on his iPad, though. That's, that's an option. That's one thing go. that he... Right. Knows how to work. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Have I told you? Wow. The thing about, so he has his iPad, mm-hmm. knows how to work the iPad, but he's got a flip phone. So he said, why don't you get an iPhone? He goes, nope, not good. Not nope. going down Aren't that route. Aren't the new ones coming out today? Uh, they're going to be they're announced. Announce, announce it today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, but he says, I, I, don't, I can't learn any more new technology. I said, it's the same thing as an <laughs> iPad. It's just, it's smaller. Yeah. No, what? I like my flip phone. Ah, oh, there you go. All right. Thank you, John. All right. 741, weather-wise, mix of sun and clouds, high of 85. It's 59 now. Coming up, uh, brand new second date update. But first, Denise Johnson. Here. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. difficult to watch yesterday oh yeah it was mm. very challenging Kristen, yeah Kristen was at her job yesterday afternoon and you know sometimes she asks me to record the game for her she turns off her phone doesn't want to know she wants to <laughs> see it she came home she said did you record the game i go yeah you don't want to watch yeah it. you should have said don't bother don't, no. yeah don't yeah. even worry about it no. darn it anyway yeah. It was so exciting, was though. When I was in St. Lucia last week, we did get to watch the kickoff of the Thursday night game, which was the Chiefs and the whoever beat the Chiefs, the Lions. Um, and it was so exciting being in a different country and the news of Joe Burrow's contract coming out. And we had, a, I think Scott had on like a Bengal shirt the next morning at breakfast. And people were very excited for us. Yeah. They were like, Cincinnati, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. That was great last night. We heard about the blah, blah, blah. And it was so exciting traveling around the world, essentially, and just seeing people be very excited for Bengals fans. Yeah. So I was very excited going into yesterday's game. <laughs> Just feeling the high. Right. Yeah, it was exciting for a minute. <laughs> when they first ran on the field. Yeah, that was, was great. That was. That was good. We were fun. They were Wearing their the all white. In the background. In the rain. I mean, the minute he signed that paperwork, I was like, oh, man. Did you yeah. feel a little anxious? This is Cincinnati, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe says we don't have to worry about it. Nobody's panicking here, guys. It's week one doesn't define anybody's season. Obviously, not very good out there. But anybody that watched saw that. But we've been in this spot before. We've come back stronger and, and had great years. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Good. I like his optimism. You're not worried about it? I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. You say so. We're home this weekend, though, Jeff. That should make you feel pretty good. Yep. What do you say, Coach? It's a long season, so we got to make the corrections that we, that we can control. People make a lot of it because it's week one and there's been a lot of focus on this game. But again, we, we know that it's going to be a long season and we just got to put it behind us, make the corrections, and get ready for next week. That's the thing. You got to put it behind you. Yeah. You got to be a goldfish. What does he say on uh, uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah. Goldfish. Got to be a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Fritz doesn't even watch the show. I didn't watch the show, but I knew what you were talking about. she knows what I'm trying to that say. so funny. I told you I speak Jeff. Why do I have such a hard time remembering the name of that show? I've watched every single episode. Yeah. It's my favorite show on television. Why yeah. can't I remember the title of it? I don't know. Well, the morning show is the morning show is coming back soon. When does that get released on Apple Isn't TV? that next week? It was well, it's soon. September something. Yeah, I yeah. think it's at the end of September. That's another favorite. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, look, Robin Roberts got married. Did you know Robin Roberts was getting married? I thought she already was married. I don't know. Inside the intimate ceremony, a magical reception. Maybe just now the video is coming out and the pictures and stuff. Oh, she looks great. Mm -hmm. Very happy for her. So Tim is going on vacation, not... uh, 
this week. Uh, he a leaves weeks. a week from Friday, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're going to be, gonna be, be gone. Two, two more weeks. We have to work a full week this week, you guys. Full five days, all in a row. I know, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and Fritz just got back from St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which sounds like paradise. It was beautiful. It was definitely um, one of those places where we talked to First Discount Travel and said, send us some options of places. You know, we've done the Dominican Republic and Mexico, and they sent over like Barbados and a bunch of other ones. And we were like, let's just try St. Lucia. And you've been to a lot of those places. You've been to the Dominican Republic. Yeah, you've Domin- been to yep. Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. Jake, Jamaica. And, and St. Lucia was just featured on the Below Deck last and season or whatever. And it's that. beautiful. It's stunning with these rock formations yeah. just bursting out of the Caribbean it is, Sea. It is absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. Like, the water is just incredible. It is all the shades of blue. When the sun shines, it's even more shades of blue. It is just absolutely amazing. You would love how hilly it is there, Jeff. The topography is just gorgeous. <laughs> And the flowers, like everything's just so beautiful. And the climate was what really surprised me the most because normally when you go to, you know, Mexico, Dominican Republic, it is hot. Jung- like jungle-ish. so, so, yeah. so hot. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's so humid. And we were like, what? This is not humidity. You don't even understand. Like, so you don't know. Yeah. It was surprisingly mild down there. Yes. It was like every day was like 80, you know, and sometimes at night it was like a bit chilly which at this time of year was not what i would have expected yeah no but you were way further south like you were you were kind of on your way to south america yes technically i think we i think we're in the west indies but we were so close to south america like right next to venezuela is where we were yeah right you know close to not far away Mm mm-hmm it was great. I mean, we had a wonderful time. Our flights, everything went without a hitch. It was just wonderful. That's great. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful. Did like, you do flight Delta to Atlanta? Yep. And then- Atlanta to St. Lucia. I think they do two or three flights a week or something like that. We went to the mud bath. We went to a volcano. Jen, nice. you would like this. We yeah. got into the hot springs of the volcano. Oh, good for and you. And we put the mud on each other oh, and did well that done. whole thing. Yeah. And then I got into a waterfall for the first time ever because normally I'm not very water-based, um, very much swimming pools, uh-huh. but they had this gigantic like rock formation with this gorgeous waterfall coming off of it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how you washed off a little bit of your nasty-smelling sulfur mud pit stuff. There you go. So I got into, because I told Scott, I'm like, who knows if we'll ever be back to St. Lucia, so I was like, we're getting in. So we got in, I let the water come on my head, and it was very refreshing. Nice. Was it super pricey compared to other places that you've gone to? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, so this is more. not something you're going to do. No, this is you save your money. This right. is definitely, like, one of those things. Like, Scott and I hadn't been anywhere, just the two of us, like, vacation, vacation in years, like, multiple years. Like, we've done the family thing and taken Penelope places and all of that. But, yeah, it was really and – th- and this is, like – a honeymoon destination. Like a lot of people Sandals. go there for their mm-hmm. honeymoon. Just St. Lucia, period. Like yeah. almost everybody was like on their honeymoon or something like that. But yeah, it was beautiful. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love it when you, you go someplace, like you're kind of taking a chance, you're rolling yeah, you the dice, know. and then it exceeds your expectations. Yeah, totally. That's the best. It absolutely did. Wow. And the sand reminded me a lot of like um, the Gulf sand. It's very powdery, very thick. It's not brown. It's not white. It's brown. But the texture of it Mm -hmm. is Uh, definitely just like you're like you sink into it. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. It was beautiful. I put some pictures up. They'll go up at eight o'clock. All right. Can't wait to see them. It is 752. Welcome back. Good to have you back, Fritchie. Thanks. All right. We got clouds and sun. We got a high of 85. And it's we're right about 59 here at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Second date update. How are you? Oh, I mean, I could be better, but still here. Thank you. Yeah. And is that because Joseph isn't returning your texts or phone calls? Yeah, I'm just a little mystified, so I just want to get some answers, honestly. Sure. Fair enough. Let's start from the beginning. How'd you meet him? You know how everybody else is meeting on the site. <laughs> okay. And um, 
Yeah, he was super nice. We had two dates. Uh, first one was a lunch date. It was nice, whatever. But the second one was dinner at his house. Ooh, and nice. It, it was great. He cooked? <laughs> I mean, I really appreciated that he wanted to do that and everything because he was a chef or he was a chef. Um, he got burnt out. He's in real estate, but he still loves to cook. So I was happy about that. See, that's the kind of, of husband I need. I need one that <laughs> loves to cook and organize things and keep things straightened up and make sure he can he can hire somebody. To do that, but I want him to just be in charge of the organization and the cleaning and the management of the home. Many people tell me I need a wife. (laughs) (laughs) Or a maid with a penis. I mean, that's what a lot of women would like. I would like him to cook for me, clean for me, organize for me. Take care of the yard. And take care of me every now and then, if you know what I mean. And do it all with a big, fat smile on his face. Right? Happy to serve, right? Never complain. That's right. Happy to be here. Happy to do it. Lives for it. So he made, like, this chicken dish, and it was fantastic. You know, he had candles, and it smelled good. You know how it happens. It set a mood, and it worked. Okay. I slept with him on the second date. I did. Mm. Women empowerment. I chose to do that. No judgment from us. But, <laughs> I know folks will probably judge me, but moving on. Second date, I mean, a lot of the people we talk to on this segment uh, do it on the first date. Right. Within 15 minutes. <laughs> I think seven and a half is our record. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wine, everything, all that went down. It was lovely. The next morning, he sent me out, you know, with a croissant, coffee. He was just very attentive. And mm. I really enjoyed our conversation. The vibe was there. I felt something. I thought he felt something. I was like, yeah, I'll talk to you later. He was like, totally, you know, looking forward to it. And then I texted him a couple of times and nothing, no response. Mm. Nothing. So I just want to know what was the deal. Like, is he a player? Is this what he does? Like, really? Is that what we got to go through now today yeah it may that may very well be it i mean that does sound like a bit i'm sure that you are not the first woman he invited over to cook for i am sure that he if he is a chef understands the power that he wields by his having these abilities in the kitchen oh yeah i i'm sure there are many women that find that incredibly sexy the guy i used to work with he would have uh, a special dinner that I knew we were roommates for the a while. The booty dinner. The booty dinner. I knew if, if if I knew the little ramekins were coming out, and oh he was going to do the uh, the the chocolate uh, lava cakes. Oh, cho- he did chocolate. Lava I knew cake? I needed to vamoose. Oh man, yeah, I'd be I'd be sleeping with him if he brought out the chocolate <laughs> lava cake. No doubt, it would get me too. Yeah, I, agree. So, I mean, no I, I, I have no idea. Maybe you were the very first woman he has ever done this for because no one has moved him quite the way that you did. So it's entirely possible. I'm just taking a guess. Well, I hope that, I mean, I'm not crazy, but still, just, I just want to know. I just want to know, honestly. Yeah. And that's fair. That's what we do here at Second Date Update. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll call Joseph and see what's going on. Is that a move? Like, is that what he does? That is thing. That seems like an awful lot of work, but we all have different skill sets. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. And you got to exploit whatever you're good at. Right. So we'll check in with Joseph as Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. On Q102. When are we going on our second date? Kylie met Joseph online, and man's a former chef. This is the guy you want to cook dinner for you. Absolutely. And since drinks went so well, that's what their second date was. He invited her over. He cooked dinner for her. It was fantastic. Made the choice. You know what? I want to, I'm, yeah, I'm going to connect with this guy tonight. And they did. And she's not apologizing for it. We're not judging her for it, but we are trying to figure out why Joseph isn't returning her calls and an opportunity to get together with her again. 
I don't know if there was any other component of the day you thought of that you didn't mention before that you think would be pertinent or helpful. No, I don't know anything. Um, Like, it was a good time. We had a really nice conversation. So I, um, gosh. Yeah. No. Let's call him up. Hello. Hi, Joseph. Yeah, hi. What's up, Chef? It's Jeff and Jen. <laughs> hi there, Chefy baby. Jeff and Jen. Wow. Okay. How, How are you, guys man? Doing? I, I listen to you sometimes. You uh, you do the dating thing. Second date update. It is. Yeah. That's one of our the most popular things we do on our show. And I think, you know, a lot of people who are out dating can relate to going on a date, thinking it was great, and then not getting a call back and wondering why, like Kylie did when she called us about you. Gotcha. Yeah. By the way, we're very impressed with your mad skills in the kitchen. Yes. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Nothing but love. She had nothing but great things to say. About your cooking and just you in general as a whole. And I will I will say from just an average everyday woman's perspective, having that skill in the kitchen is very attractive. It is a huge asset that I am sure works in your favor whenever you decide to use it. Well, I will say it's a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So what are the um, odds of you and Kylie ever getting back together again? You just been busy or you got something else going? Got another side dish? I will say she was very nice and I really enjoyed hanging out with her. But uh just just being honest. I have a nice home with a lot of nice things. And I dress well and I drive a nice car. I don't do cheap if you will. You have standards. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I I live a nice life. I'm very blessed. You get what you pay for. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And throughout the night, she just kept making comments that I found kind of annoying. She's a financial advisor. And would she would say things to me like you have beautiful furniture, our house, correct? You know, making a big deal out of it. Wow. Expensive. And then I showed her my kitchen and she'd look at my kitchen appliances and say, whoa, is that one of those $10,000 stoves? And obviously it's what I do for a living. So I like to invest in that area of my life. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. She would talk about the art on my walls and my fixtures and just really everything. And then she'd say something like, if I'm remembering this correctly, you obviously spend a lot of money. I hope you're investing as much as you're spending. It's so important. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of felt that I was having a business meeting rather than a date, but you know, she goes on to say you could lose all of this so easily, especially with the way the economy is going right now. And then gives me a tip to start buying gold. Mm. And, you know, on the first day, we'll do anything, you know. <laughs> and yeah. I was I was like, okay, yeah, I'm smart with money. But I don't know. On the inside, I was thinking to myself, what the hell? Is she seriously lecturing me about my spending right now? Is Let me like introduce was, you to my uh, friend, William Devane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh I don't know. It kind of felt like I was having a date with my mom or something. It was, I don't know. It was just a little bit pervasive and it was kind of offensive to be honest with you. I mean, so were you just kind of doing shop talk or were you trying to like poke around and get a better idea of what his financial situation was? No, that's my business. I'm a financial advisor. Right. So that's what I get paid to do. But, yes, I want to know if he's going to be broke. I don't want somebody who's frivolously throwing money out the window and don't know how to manage their life, basically, especially if I'm going to be involved. Absolutely. Because I have my stuff together. No, I'm sure. And I, I, I'll bet it's impossible to turn off. I get it. 
Because yeah, that's how you're you're wired, your Absolutely. mind. Yep, that's what you see. That's I what just, you... exactly. But I also and see I gave Joseph's... my information for free. Like people pay me to do this. You got it for F R E E. True. <laughs> True. And I consider myself pretty responsible with money. To me, that would be a little too. How do I put this? We're not there yet. Right. Money is super personal to a lot of people. It is. And at this stage in my life, I'm not prepared for anyone other than Alan to start. He's my guy. He's your, start, your financial guy. Right. To yeah. start telling me how I should be spending my money. Well, I would think that if you are hanging out with somebody who actually can do it for you for free instead of you paying Alan a fee. For sure. <laughs> then, yeah. I mean. Why not? Especially if you're inviting me into your home, and like you, like you said, Joe, you said you like to drive a nice car, you like nice things and everything. So that is the lifestyle that you're living in, and the way your conversation, you seem like you want something serious, and that we were talking very deeply. It wasn't like it was a shallow date, and then it led to something else. We had another connection, carnal. So I, I'm not. I'm very confused over why you would feel offended. If you were so offended, then why'd you sleep with me? Ooh. Yeah, that's always a good question. Totally separate. Let's keep our money and our romance separate. <laughs> I'll answer this very quickly. Uh, number one, I am not broke. Uh, number two, I went on a date with you because of your personality, not your profession. And number three, I slept with you because you wanted me to. And also in hopes that we could stop creating a financial plan together. That's simple. So you slept with her to shut her up? Right, because you wanted me to? Like, um, okay, that sounds <laughs> like I'm desperate or something, another, which I am not. But I guess I read this whole thing wrong. The conversations we were having, I thought they were deeper than what they were, but clearly not. He slept with her to shut her up. <laughs> well, poor wrong. word choice, maybe. Wrong. <laughs> No, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> okay, then. It's a technique. I, I'm sure that that has happened many times, and I'm not laughing because it happened here. I, it just, it's yeah. the honesty. The honesty. All right, so uh, no go here, right? I mean, are, I, are you asking me? Yes, any anybody, yes. That, that's <laughs> going to be a pass for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I, yes, I don't want to be with somebody who just slept with me because I they thought I wanted them to. You got to, uh, okay. I just, uh, yes, no, that's a negative on this part, too. You're out negative too. equity. All right. Everybody's All right. out. Okay. Uh, All right, guys, I'm going to hop off. It's, <laughs> cool. it's been fantastic. Appreciate the call. Yeah, well, thanks for taking All our right. call. We appreciate your honesty. All right. and Thank you, spending some time with us. He's gone. Oh, he really, he, he really bonks. did hang up. Yeah, I heard the ding. The, the He's out. I heard the dong. Yep. Uh, okay. You know, I guess I wish I would have said it while he was on the phone. You know, be kind of manly then. Since he's so put together to at least answer a text back and be honest that way. Somebody had to call you on the radio. Right. <sighs> yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate y'all's help. Sorry that I went no, that we way. No, appreciate oh, you. Liberating. Appreciate you. I enjoyed the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Y'all have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. All right. If you have a second date update call that you would like us to make for you, just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. Do with it what you will. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.